0: Hello and welcome back to your favorite podcast,
1: De-influenced.
0: Deinfluenced. Wow, you're
1: looking very pink today.
0: Thank you. You know that's my favorite color.
1: I know it's Stella's favorite color too. Stella's,
0: yes, it's Stella's favorite color too. Did you see their new backpacks this morning?
1: Yes, so cute. Oh my gosh,
0: so y'all, today was Stratton's first day of school, which he can't even walk, so I was like, is this okay? Is this allowed?
1: Well, he's going to school the same time Stella did, but Stella was just like walking, kind of talking, and Stratton's (laughs) just, he's just chill.
0: He's chilling. He's chilling (laughs) like a villain, but yeah, he's going to the same school as Stella, but he's only going from like 9 to 12, Yeah, and we're probably just going to send him maybe two or three days a week to see how it goes because, you know, not every kid... Is like meant to go to school that early right but Stella loves it when I try to pull Stella out of school she gets pissed at me yeah I want to be around her more she's she's almost gonna be three and I want that time with her but she's like no mom I want to go to school leave me alone
1: I I I don't know it's gonna take let's give it a week okay but let me tell you when we drop stratton off at Sunday school we drop we, Stella off, she's like, "Okay, bye, peace. Like I love this. Going to go learn veggies." We drop Stratton off and he's like, "Got a reputation in got, the nursery." They call
0: him the uh, VIB baby, the uh
1: the very important baby, baby yeah. because not by us, but because he acts like that. Like he has to have yeah. someone holding him and he just likes to be rocked <laughs> and like when we drop him off he doesn't cry that much, but when we drop him off, he screams bloody murder. It's so sad. And we have to, like, walk away. It's hard. I know, it's really hard. But, but I think this will be good for him.
0: Yeah, he's got to spread his wings.
1: He's got to start socializing, making some friends. Yeah. Yeah. You know. They're
0: he... getting older. Yeah. Stella did so well in the wedding, you guys. So we went to Bridget's wedding, Bridget <gasps> and Mike's wedding. Yeah. Tea
1: time. Can I say something before we get into the guts of the wedding? Yeah. I took Stella to Barbie.
0: I know. I mean, she's really grown up, huh? Well,
1: I took Stella to Barbie and she just loves, she loves going to the movie show. That's what she says.
0: She goes, mama, I go to the movie show. And I was
1: like, there's no way. I didn't really want to see it. You know, I had heard it was like, okay. Um, But she, I was like, she's not going to make it through the whole thing. She ate her popcorn. She was drinking my diet coke. She had her candy. She made it through the whole thing. She loved it.
0: I have a pro tip for every any mom out there. If you want your kid to stay, basically, just like keep their attention span. When I took Stella to go see The Little Mermaid, I brought different snacks. I mean, I snuck so many snacks, and I think I shared this. And every ten minutes, fifteen minutes, you give a new snack to keep them, you know, preoccupied. And they end up lasting longer.
1: Yeah. Listen, I know this is old news, and so I won't park on it too long. Yeah. I would say that I'm a decent feminist. <laughs> would you say? Like, I would yes, say you're I...
0: you're not a feminist. You you appreciate you want equal rights for yeah, both. Yeah, I'm like, rise genders. up, girls. Like, break that glass ceiling. He almost cried when he saw Rihanna perform the halftime <laughs> show when she was pregnant. He was like, his jaw was to the I floor. I just have
1: never seen anything like that. So I'm, I'm all about a strong, female-empowered woman, but... I didn't understand the movie. And I and I feel like I need to park on this for a second.
0: I think a lot of people feel that way. The movie was kind of all over the place.
1: Yeah, it was like the it- I understand that they were trying to sneak some agendas in there and some like commentary in there, but like it made no sense. Like I'm <laughs> I'm not saying I don't agree with what they're saying. Yeah. I'm saying I could not follow the movie.
0: No, I think a lot of people felt that way. So the way I look at it is like you kind of just have to take it for what it is and it's just like a cute little movie.
1: It's such a bummer though because I know, you know I if know. they would have made it like Elf where it's like yes. Barbie went into the real world yes. and it's like doesn't know she's like Barbie that would have been so such cute. a killer movie. Like,
0: so cute. And she's like, that kind of reminds me of um uh Life Size. Did you ever see that on Disney? No. What with, um who's the the model that does... Uh, oh, Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks. Yeah. Did you ever see that? that I was never so saw it, but I remember that cute. being a movie. And yeah. she's just like a perfect model. And she's just there to like dress up and look cute. But I think that the reason why it was tough for them is because they were when you take that approach, it kind of like doesn't diminish women, but it kind of puts them back in the box of like, we're just dressing up to look pretty. We we have no substance. So
1: they were, they were worried basically that it wasn't going to play in this. Well, Mattel is,
0: Mattel is making fun of themselves. I mean, they've given us this like insane role model Barbie for all of us girls to look up to. And we grew up and we're like, well, sh- We don't look anything like Barbie, like so. They're trying to kind of play into that and make fun of themselves, but also it's like not about Barbie; it's about the female and what we can do anything. And so I think they just had a lot of agendas working for them, but also working against them, and it kind of just like distracted them. I think it was confusing for everyone. It was
1: confusing for everyone. The if you look at it as like a marketing thing for Mattel, though, yeah, genius. It's genius. We went and bought a Barbie. For yeah, Stella. Stella has a Barbie now. Stella You're right. It's like sh- they rebooted it for like a Gen Z audience, and so maybe they knew what they were doing the entire time.
0: No, 100. percent Um, speaking of Barbie, Stella told me this morning she wants a Ken.
1: <sighs> wow, I don't know how I feel about that.
0: Do you? But don't you realize like she probably learned that from the movie? You think she told me this morning that she wants? She goes, "Where's my Ken? Where's my Ken? I go, well, maybe we'll get you a Ken for your birthday. And I said, why did you want a Ken? Why do you want a Ken? Where's my Ken?
1: Really? Oh, you're right, because we wouldn't talk about Ken. It had to have been the movie.
0: Because like you said, who cares about Ken? It's all about Barbie. Wow. (laughs) Also, Ryan Gosling was so cute in that movie. I just love him. Do you realize how under the radar he is? Do you ever see him in paparazzi photos you ever see him out and about like he just seems like such a nice little man and he's married to Eva Mendez Mendez yeah and like just worships the ground that she yeah. walks on was went to the Barbie premiere wore an E like a Barbie you know uh, lettering like that that type of like font uh-huh. an E on his neck to all like He's obsessed with her. They've been together forever. I think they might live in Austin. I might have made that up. Uh,
1: No, I think he was filming a movie in Austin. And our friend Grace Potter was like the producer. That's how you know. Oh, yeah. And she would like walk his dog. Yes. Yeah.
0: Anyway. um,
1: But yeah, I think he's like a really, like he's a good dad, I think.
0: Yeah. Do do they have kids?
1: Yeah. He like talks about being a dad a lot.
0: Oh, Oh, so sweet. Can you imagine if your dad is Ryan Gosling?
1: Yeah, it's got to be weird. You kind of look like
0: Ryan Gosling a little bit.
1: What you <laughs> You've never, you never said that.
0: Oh my gosh! I never told you this because I don't want to like inflate your head.
1: You always keep these things for me. I need it. So I'm a big affirmation guy.
0: Well, this plays into the wedding. But the third day of the wedding, when we did that boat day, yeah. your outfit, uh huh. Like, oh my gosh, the amount of DMs I got were like, they were like, Jordan is looking so fine. He has really grown. Like, I screenshoted them because I knew that one. Day, Which like, phone are they on?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Them.
0: <laughs> I'll show you later.
1: You know, listen, I don't need it from other females, but I love when people tell you that (laughs) because it's like, it's like when other, well, this doesn't happen either, but it's like when other females tell me how like beautiful you are, like I'm so used to it now because it happens all the time. And I'm just like, man, you know what? Like, True, like that one, that one girl at the wedding who was like, "There's no way you've had two babies," and I like, s- like, s- smiled, and she, and all the guys were like, "Yeah, look at Jordan smiling." <laughs> like, <laughs> they did do that to you, <laughs> and it's like because I'm proud, you know, mm-hmm. and so that's that's really cool. I'll look at those photos later. <laughs> How many did you
0: save? I saved two because that was whenever I like. Oh, so there are only two? No, there were way more.
1: <sighs> cool, I. I did There're only two. I did feel really good in that outfit, I'm not going to lie. I
0: know, I know. I, I could tell really you had this like demeanor to you.
1: It's Just confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, suit Supply. Suit Supply. Go yeah. go there for your hubs or boyfriends. Yeah, you love others. I think
0: all of your outfits this weekend were from Suit or Supply. Suit Supply. Are they, you know, in the spectrum of like affordable to fancy? Where are they?
1: I feel like there's only like one level up that you can go. I asked someone this uh, before, like, where do you get your suits? There used to be like men's warehouse and Jose banks. And those are kind of like the old school. is it
0: Jose banks or Jose banks?
1: No, it's Jose banks. Mm,
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Mr. Ramirez.
1: Yeah. So, so those are kind of like out. Okay. Those are like old school. Like if you're out,
0: I think they're just, they're for an older demographic. No, I would say they're for a younger demographic. Like you're in high school and needing to go to prom, right?
1: I don't think so. Babe,
0: I went with you to Men's Warehouse like a year ago.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, that was before I knew. That was before I was enlightened. No. men's warehouse like it's not about price it's not like it's cheaper
0: okay they're just not in style they're
1: just not in style so suit supply nailed it because they created like a new men's warehouse with trendy clothes but you can get also traditional suits from there they tailor in-house and so
0: what's the price point like is it similar to men's warehouse
1: i think it's similar or to like a nordstrom you're gonna pay like five depending on the suit five hundred to a thousand dollars for a suit
0: nordstrom you can get up there but it's not like you're getting like a $2,000 suit or something. No,
1: no. Yeah, you wouldn't do that at men's Health warehouse for the only level up I think from suit supply is like a custom yeah. custom suit or Ralph Lauren
0: <laughs> Ralph Lauren, Ralph Lauren. <laughs> How much are those suits?
1: I mean, I think that those are gonna be like $2,000 probably more probably more
0: Oh, how crazy is that and then what happens if you like gain weight? You're
1: you're, you're screwed. screwed. <laughs> yeah, the suit game is like a, a lot.
0: Yeah, Huh? Interesting.
1: Yeah. So, suit supply was was amazing. Again, before we get into the guts, which is what everyone wants to talk about, yeah, the wedding. You should tell them about our press dinner because I feel like yeah. we kind of rocked it.
0: Yeah. So we went to New York, and we actually went a day early. We took our kids because uh, that's where the wedding was, by the way. And um, Stella was a flower girl. Stratton was like a ring bearer, like quote unquote. But he just he didn't even make it in <laughs> one photo. Poor kid. Um. So, we decided, you know, if we're going to be taking the whole family up there, like, let's stay a little bit longer. Right. So, um, while we were there, the first day we got there, we actually had a press dinner, in which has um, never done anything like this before. All of the press we pretty much get, for the most part, is just, organic. like, organic. Right. Like, it just happens. Um, and so, um, we uh, had this, what was the place that we ate at? Oh, I forgot. La Mercier.
1: Mercier, I think. It was
0: really cool. It was like in Soho and we had all of these writers, reporters come out and we hosted a dinner for them and I had to kind of get get up and give a speech that I thought was only gonna be a toast, which would be maybe three or four minutes. I ended up talking for like twelve to fifteen minutes. Did you know that?
1: Yeah, it was it was it was long.
0: Did it was it too long? No,
1: it was not too long. It was good. Oh, you just geez. like you told you told the backstory, you, you were I'm going like, places.
0: Now I'm, we never really talked about this. So right. how did plan. I do?
1: Um, I would say eight out of 10. Wow. Yeah. It was really good. I think for a completely new audience, like it was important for them. They didn't know who you were. So it was like important for them to know the entire story. So why
0: eight out of 10 instead of 10 out of 10?
1: I feel like it, I feel like it dragged a little bit, just a little two points out of 10.
0: So what part dragged?
1: It was just long. Like it was like I'm w- kind
0: of shook right now. I thought you were gonna say ten out of ten.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. No, it was eight out of ten. Like meaning I have in the grand scheme of comparisons, like I have seen uh I've seen them better.
0: So but okay, so what part should I have cut out is my question.
1: I don't know. I don't know. It just wasn't concise. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, now I hear what you really thought.
1: Yeah, it wasn't bad. Eight out of ten is great. Everybody babe. said
0: I did really great at the end of the night.
1: Yeah, I'm saying eight out of ten.
0: Was it the ingredients?
1: Yes, you. That was that was a, <sighs> that should have been preserved for the conversation. But then they would amongst have never them. known. Well, we were at the dinner with them, but yeah, you're right. They wouldn't have asked questions. They
0: wouldn't have asked questions. And one of them said, "Wow, I'm really happy that you told us about the D-biotin and the biotin." The okay,
1: okay, yeah, babe. Ten. L- let's go nine out of ten. Should we bump it a point?
0: <sighs> I'm just like, no, I'm not. Gonna, I'm just gonna replay it in my in my head all day.
1: No, babe. But I will say this: when we sat down and we conversed with everyone, ten out of ten. Probably eleven out of ten.
0: Mm. I learned a lot that night.
1: We learned. Uh, oh my gosh! These reporters so in much. New York know so. They know everything. Much.
0: They knew about the Britney Spears sam drama before it even went live they were getting like texted updates telling us what was going on they knew they knew about all the celebrity drama they have um relationships with all these photographers and and publicists and just like the inside scoop in a way that like you only really see in movies
1: yeah i mean well she worked for we won't say her name but she worked for you know <laughs> I'm uh, like don't say oh it. no okay she worked for a big publication yeah don't say it. <laughs> yeah um <laughs> And then I sat across from a reporter from People.
0: Yes, People.
1: Um, and I feel like we really bonded. You yeah. know, like she probably came in and was like, this is going to be silly and stupid. And I feel like we like walked out friends. I no, don't know. No, she was
0: really cool. I liked her. We sat next to, um, we had Refinery29 there, People, um, what else? Good Housekeeping. Yep. We had Daily Mail. We had, um, who else? A uh, couple of people from People. Yeah. Um, Yahoo, Yahoo. it was pretty cool. It was a good. It was they a were, good group They were all very kind. They're yeah. not the type of reporters that are there to like watch you slip up so they can go, you know write crap about you.
1: No, they were super kind. and uh, can I tell the story that I told earlier? Yeah, which one about the girl at the end of the table?
0: Oh yeah, the, oh my gosh, this is such a good story. Can I, totally I forgot tell about it? this Yeah,
1: okay well, first, maybe you introduce what was the sassy Club?
0: So, the Sassy Club is something that I launched in probably 2017, 2017, 2016, 2017. Um, And my goal with the Sassy Club was basically to connect women. So, I had moved from Austin to Dallas and was dating Jordan, but I had a really hard time making new friends in Dallas. All my friends from college, none of them moved to Dallas after school. And so I started the Sassy Club with my audience and basically we would have like happy hours and events and connect or meetups in each city. So we had like a Nashville Sassy Club. It was kind of like Bumble in a sense. Right. Um, we had a Dallas Sassy Club. We had Austin Sassy And I would actually travel from city to city and have these meetups and connect all these women and then I would leave, go home, and these women would become friends and they would they would meet weekly. We had was,
1: 50 chapters.
0: We had 50 chapters. It was kind of a big deal. Um, it was it,
1: before it's time, I would say.
0: 100%. We had to use Facebook at first to manage the communities. And they grew so fast. It was so overwhelming. We did not have the infrastructure. We didn't have anyone to manage these groups. We were still figuring out like what it was all about because at first it was like, um, you know, just like a social thing. But then I also talked a lot about, about my faith on my platform. So if people were confused, is this like a faith thing? Like we never really knew what it was, but it just like grew really fast. So then we ended up launching an app that, to be honest, was a total flop. And then so we went back to the Facebook groups. And then these Facebook groups that were the Sassy Club, these different chapters, essentially started eating themselves alive and we had to shut down the, the uh, sassy club because all these facebook groups turned into my own personal hate forums yeah it
1: was weird it
0: was really weird and we had you know all it takes is like five mean people in each group to just take the culture down and it just got really mean and aggressive but it started out so beautifully so wholesome and so i've had a lot of people that have messaged me over the years but Um, You know, I met my husband because I met this girl from the Sassy Club and then I fell in love with her brother or I became, you know, a Christian from these groups or what. I I mean, it really did such beautiful things. We just did not have the we didn't have the resources at the time. No, I mean, we were like
1: purging money and it was like me and you and like no one else like and Then then they were. Yeah, it was just really hard. It was like a very uh, it was like being a, a moderator in a giant Facebook group. And And then when we would try, and Facebook is
0: also like kind of an aggressive platform. Very aggressive at the time. This was this was when people were just like arguing a lot, and it was it during 2020 too.
1: No, no. Oh, thank God. No, I think it was. No, 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 no. It was before that. I would have known.
0: No, babe. It was during 2020. No way. I remember it was during 2020. We were living in in that summit. Wow. It was.
1: Yeah, that probably is what took it down. The internet got really toxic. <laughs> it got really scary. Year.
0: And we were, like I started weighing the pros and cons and then just like my mental health. Like I was like, I, I can't do this anymore. Um, so anyway, we ended up shutting it down. But now you can tell the story okay. about this girl. So
1: we don't talk about that anymore. Like that it just so never comes ago. up. Um, and so this reporter, I, th- I think she was with Refinery29, but I can't remember.
0: No, she was with People, I believe. Oh,
1: she's with People. Okay, so she's sitting at the end. And she goes, um, you know, she, you were sitting next to me. So she goes, hey, did you know that I met my best friend through the Sassy Club? And I, my jaw, like, hit the table. And I was like, no way. And she was like, yeah, you know, I joined the chapter right when I moved to New York. We're still best friends it to this the day. It was
0: the New York Sassy Club. The they were, Sassy they were, like, some of the best.
1: Yeah. And I was like, uh, it just blew my mind. Like, she, her friend and her met, they're still friends to this day. Through the sassy through club. the sassy club. I was like, wow, that is like Seven a, years
0: of friendship, she said.
1: That is like a redeeming quality of the sassy club.
0: I mean, that's the coolest thing. Like and honestly, it's with anything and everything is like that good things can come from really crazy situations. Looking <laughs> back,
1: I don't think that the situation was even that crazy. Like I think with our thick skin now, we could have totally weathered that 100%. storm. But we were not prepared mentally for that
0: no i mean it it was really tough on me yeah and now i know how to set up boundaries and i know like and to be honest i'm gonna be straight up like the reason i started the sassy club is because i felt like i needed it myself i didn't really have community i didn't really have like friends that would you know have my back if i launched something like that now i would have people behind me that i could fall on if if i was getting that type of hate but i really Didn't I had Janine, but she was, like, jet-setting all over the country at the time, Mm -hmm. um, just living her best life, just yellowing it up. And you and I were, like, newly engaged, I think. And so it was just, like, a hard time to launch something like that. But it is very cool. It was very cool. But, yeah. Should we get into the wedding?
1: Well, one more thing. (laughs)
0: Okay, okay. Okay,
1: so there there was just, like, this really special day, I want to say. And I don't know if people care. They won't care. (laughs) Um, But so... Stella is now at the age where she has like really strong opinions. Yeah. And she, but she's also potty trained and she can walk around and like, she's like my little best friend now. Yeah. So we, we stayed at park lane hotel and we went to central park Mm -hmm. and I got her ice cream.
0: Which by the way, if you go to New York park lane hotel is right next to the plaza. So it is like the prime location. It's right next to Sarah Beth's. Across the street from Central Park, but it's more affordable than the Plaza. You kind of feel like you're staying at the Plaza. You can go to pl- the Plaza for lunch or for tea. But the rooms were like, I mean, we I think we got ours for because of the wedding block, like two fifteen a night. Yeah, that's but, crazy. But the rooms, I think, like normal costs are like three hundred dollars a night. Yeah, which is. But I just really wanted good to him. tell y'all, like, definitely try Park Lane, especially if you're going with kids, because you can just walk over to Central Park. Great spot for kids. Yeah, yeah.
1: it was great. So. um, we, I took her on a horse drawn carriage, which it's funny. I was like telling our team how we were going to talk about this. And one person on our team, which I would have never expected. She is like very much passionate, passionate about horses, about horse drawn carriages in particular. She's like,
0: well, in particular in New York, because apparently, York. which I don't know anything about this. They don't treat them right.
1: I didn't know anything. I Some Irish guy was like, you want a horse ride? Stella was like, yeah. And I was like, looks like a well-fed horse. It was eating oats. Um, so it was like not an abused animal to me. And we rode it for 20 minutes. So anyone who's going to come after us, like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to yeah. support the market. But Stella loved it. And I just like... All I want to say is that Stella is now in the state where she flew well on the plane. Mm-hmm. I can take her to Central Park. She runs around. She talks to me. She asks me questions. It's just like the best age.
0: It's the best. She's about to be three. So if any parents are going through it right now, or, you know, the hardest stage for me is when they're under one. They're just I, little blobs. And I'm like, I need, I'm like, I need some personality here. I need something to interact with. And once they become like, I don't know, 15, 16 months, it's just so fun. I, I, I think you. I
1: think for me, it's two. like I used to say, oh, once they crossed one. But I think that Stella was just so advanced after one. his yeah. Stratton's still pretty hard. Yeah. He's still, you know, he, just because he can't walk. That's the only thing. And he's getting really frustrated yeah. that he can't walk. And so he just like cries because he's frustrated. You yeah. can't really help him. And
0: he said mama for the first time to me yesterday. Oh, my gosh. I tell just you that
1: your heart. He's a sweetheart. <laughs> he's though.
0: Like, mama, mama, mama. Oh, my gosh. It did. Melt he's my a heart.
1: Sorry. OK, sorry wedding
0: yeah so we went to bridget and dr mike's wedding and um you know i wasn't a bridesmaid but i was like basically did all the bridesmaid festivities because the kids were in the wedding and um it was so beautiful i mean definitely top wedding i've ever been to
1: yeah 100 percent.
0: i mean the most beautiful gorgeous experience um we didn't take any pictures of Bridget or of the state, just to like let her have that moment. I don't know. Which is just, why
1: this podcast is going to be juicy. <laughs>
0: well, there's really not anything <laughs> juicy. No, because
1: like, people don't know what the, each festivity was.
0: I think they know what the festivities were. They just haven't seen the pictures and the pictures are what are so insane from this wedding. I mean, it was just like out of a magazine, just beautiful.
1: There were a lot of paparazzi at each event. Did you, did you notice that?
0: paparazzi like that work for the wedding or paparazzi in no, real life
1: they were they were real life paparazzi really yeah at the rehearsal dinner and then did you see them at the ceremony no they were across the way shooting from another building with like telescopic zoom lenses down to the wedding you didn't see this no yeah those were paparazzi Wait,
0: that's insane i don't
1: know we should google it i don't know if any articles came out but yeah, yeah they were all over
0: Wait, that's so cool. It was great. It was yeah, cool. Yeah, good for her. Yeah. um, Yeah, so there was like, it was basically like a three-day event where we had the rehearsal dinner, which they s- shut down a street in Soho for, which is unheard of. That was They had crazy. to get a permit for, I mean, it was out of a dream. They cut off the street and the table was set in the middle of Soho. And then they had a band and they had dinner served there. And it was so glamorous and classy, and the people were so kind. I mean, like, it was just a perfect night. I would in every say way.
1: that might be one or two of the most classy I've events I've <laughs> ever been to.
0: It really was. We sat next to um, a lot of Dr. Mike's high school friends which was so fun to hear about this or was it college friends? College friends, yeah. I didn't know that Dr. Mike played football in college. Yeah, me neither. Um but and all of those guys played football with him and it was so fun to hear all these stories about, you know, growing up together and and their lives back home and
1: They're a wild bunch.
0: They were fun they're a fun bunch they just are like and it's so fun like when they get together you can tell like they're like these are my homies and they go all out
1: did you hear that they all had matching friendship tattoos
0: I did hear that so
1: Dr. Mike has a friendship tattoo and I asked him I was like dude you never told me you had a friendship tattoo and he was like yeah it was just a crazy night in Vegas (laughs) yeah (laughs) and they all literally got tattoos tattoos to represent their friend group
0: and you know something else I learned that night that I didn't know is that Bridget was on a reality TV
1: show. Yeah, I did not know that.
0: I had no idea. So there's, there's this lady named Lizzie Savetsky, Love her. She used to live in Dallas. Her husband is a plastic surgeon who worked with Dr. Mike or went to school with Dr. Mike and introduced the two. And in her speech at the rehearsal dinner, she was saying how she knew of Bridget from this reality TV show called The Fashionista Diaries, I guess.
1: What year was it on?
0: I have no idea. I mean, it, I think it might've been before 2010. Like, I wow. think that I was like 14, 13 years old whenever it came out. Dang. Um, and apparently like Bridget was this like really sassy character in the show. Cause I know Bridget used to be in PR. So it might've been about, I, I don't know. I need to like actually do, first of all, I want to call her and be like, why didn't you ever tell me you're on reality TV? Like I had no idea. I think it was just so long ago. It was so long ago. Um, but so I, I learned that too. Um, but yeah, like it was really sweet that that's, that Lizzie's the one that introduced them yeah. and their husbands like still work together. Which yeah. Is she
1: hilarious. had a great speech.
0: Lizzie is a great speaker. Great speaker. Yeah. I didn't know
1: that about her, but I, I told her, I was like, that was top three speeches I've ever heard yeah. at a wedding. I
0: was like, maybe top one, except for, I know top one, you probably think yours was the best at Hunter's wedding.
1: Oh, oh man. I forgot about that. You
0: had the room like. Rolling.
1: I've never done that since then, though. Yeah, like it was just so weird because I didn't have anything planned, and I got up and it just
0: because oh, you had so many funny stories of growing so up So many together. funny stories. Yeah, that was a uh, Jordan's best friend growing up.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So we did that, and then um, let's see. We the next day we there was a lot of time getting ready on my end.
1: A lot of time. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking three, four hours a day.
0: Well, the thing is when you get your hair and makeup done in Dallas, like everybody just kind of schedules an hour out, like take right. do your hair in an hour, makeup an hour in New York. They scheduled two hours out like they it's a lot. And I just feel like New York, they just go above and beyond. It's also way more expensive for everything. Right. It was way harder to find people. Um, so I was not expecting that. But yeah, it was it was a lot. Um, Except for on the day of the wedding, I did my own makeup. Thank you very much. Um, So, I will say the craziest thing about this wedding was um, we didn't know the color schemes for each event until like pretty last minute. (laughs) True. So, there were, um, there's kind of like a dress code, but not really, but just like inspired looks and inspired color palettes. So, for the first time, we were supposed to wear like dark dark olive, navy. The second day was obviously the wedding, which there was like, it was like rose golds and olives and and like there was, I don't know, there was just a color palette. And then the third day was like neon pink, yellow, green, like bright colors. Well, I had my three dresses already picked out for all of the events. And then I got all of the color schemes and I was like, oh my gosh, we have to start from scratch. So I had basically all my dresses except for... Even the one that Bridget, the Bard, uh, designed for me all sent to the hotel room. And I had to hire a tailor to come to the room.
1: That's wild. To
0: fit me for all the dresses. So like literally for the dresses that I all... Like I didn't even get to try them on like the final version until I literally put it on for the event. But it all worked out.
1: As a a guy who thinks very little about color palettes, when you walked in, you were like, hey... Babe, the the theme for this boat is sailboat chic. I was like, WTF is sailboat chic and what am I even going to do? Yeah. But I the other funny thing about this is um when Bridget sent a tailor for Stratton and Stella. Yeah. It was it was the the what they what she dressed them in was amazing, but it was just it was so couture. funny. It was literally couture. What does couture mean?
0: High-end custom-made. Got it. So, and this designer, it's called Dolores Petunia. Petunia, uh-huh. Dolores. But yeah, Dolores Petunia. That's who came in. She custom made all of these, and it's like silk, and it had Bridget and Mike's um, initials on each button. It had Stella's name sewn inside. It's like memorabilia.
1: It's crazy. Just our children having a tailor was just funny to me. Yeah,
0: it was so <laughs> cute. It was cute, but it was funny. I was like, Stella, don't get used to this.
1: <laughs> it was funny.
0: It was so, oh my gosh, they looked adorable. So we were really nervous the entire week if Stella was going to walk or not. And I can tell you more about the ceremony. Um, But, you know, we haven't posted any pictures yet. But Stella did walk, did indeed walk. Yes. She didn't smile or anything while she walked, but she walked. We had to bribe her with, you know, Skittles and candy and all the things. And what happened was right before, because Bridget told me, because that rehearsal, like Stella was not walking. She was not interested. So we were like, okay, this is not going to happen. But Bridget told me, hey, if Stella doesn't walk, then you can walk down with her. I was like, okay. So before the ceremony starts, all the bridesmaids are in the back. I'm with all the bridesmaids, I'm with the kids. And Stella is just, you know, being in her Stella mood. She is not here for it. She wants to, you know, she's she's not crying, but she's just sitting in the corner, you know, chewing on her nails. Mm-hmm. And um, they put this flower crown on her, doesn't like it, tears it off, refuses to wear it. I'm like classic Stella, you know. <laughs> So then the ring bearer, Ollie, comes out, and he starts playing in the curtains. Stella starts dying, like cackling. She is just, like, thinks it's the funniest thing she's ever seen in her life. She goes from zero to 10. She is in the best mood probably I've, I've seen her in in a while. I mean, she does not care where I am. I sprint back to my seat because I'm like, you know what? I am going to just, because you know, if she that sees was risky. me. Yeah, it was risky. It was a 50-50 shot, but I was like, If she sees me, you know she's not going to walk down. Right. But right now she's so attached to Ollie that she'll do whatever Ollie does. So I just ran. You saw me run down the aisle right before it started, and I had the skittles and the candy, and it worked.
1: That's correct, Yeah, it did. I manipulated
0: my child like nobody could believe.
1: You outmanipulated the manipulator.
0: I know. I I was really proud of myself. But the ceremony, I will say, was was the most beautiful ceremony I've ever been to.
1: Oh my gosh! They had this gospel choir. Did you cry? I think you were crying.
0: I mean, how could you not?
1: I, I wasn't crying, but I had chills sent down my spine.
0: I mean, I think what's so cool about a wedding like like that is you have all these people from all over the country with all these different beliefs. and we all know Bridget. The one thing that some people might not know about Bridget is she's very talented. like she has like this vision she's Talented, sorry, in a, like a creative, artistic way. Right. Like she has, she's she has it. I don't have it. Like I'm really good. I would say more like storytelling, or when I go to an event, like I can I can like help tell the story of the event. But the actual like aesthetics of it and the vibe, Bridget is so good at. And so anything that she ever throws is going to be like just exceptional. To it's going to be a, an experience.
1: Yeah.
0: And um and you know, her wedding was, was the same. Her ceremony was like that too. Everything was just perfect and beautiful and unique and creative. But, um, you know, I wasn't really sure what direction she was going to take the ceremony. And what I thought was so cool about her hiring that choir and her hiring, um, the pastor, pastor Ron, who she came to know Jesus through this pastor named Ron Carpenter. And she hired him, flew him out to New York to marry them. I thought what was cool about her doing that and taking those steps was like I yes I want like a beautiful wedding and yes I care so much about the aesthetic and the vibe and everything but ultimately this is what I really care about by her her doing that and and like by her it was just like she was clearly communicating to her people like this is what we want our marriage to be all about yeah you know and I thought that was really special and a lot of people got to hear the gospel that I had never maybe had never heard it before. Because, you know, if you're not going to do it there at your wedding, then are you going to do it any other place? Right. You know? And so um, I thought that that was really cool, that it kind of showed where their priorities
1: were. That's a really unique perspective. What do you mean? I I didn't hear you say that before. I think that that's really cool that you saw that.
0: Yeah. I mean, and I do think that, you know me, I'm like also not one to be like the Holy Spirit showed up if it didn't really show up. And I...
1: We're working on it.
0: (laughs) And I do feel like a lot of times... The Holy Spirit will show up to weddings, like or to ceremonies like that. When you when you like least not least expected, but like uh, I think that that God knows that marriage is hard, and that we need the Holy Spirit to show up, and that we need the only way that marriages are going to last is if they are found and like grounded in those principles. Mm -hmm. And so, I feel like Bridget's heart was. Pure in that she really wanted God to be present in her ceremony like I really do think that I think that there were a lot of other things that she wanted for her wedding like the it not to rain and for her makeup to look good and all the obviously all these things that are so fun for a wedding but I think ultimately in her heart that's what she genuinely wanted the most because I think that she knew that was what was most important and I feel like it did I think that the Holy Spirit did show up
1: yeah wow I mean, I could tell you were in your feels like I could (laughs) see it. But wow, that's a really that's a really cool perspective. Yeah. Who were you most not to switch it to totally (laughs) superficial? Who were you? uh, Who were you most starstruck by at the wedding?
0: Paige Lorenz.
1: Same. (laughs) Same.
0: (laughs) She's just such a beauty. Listen,
1: I mean this in like the most like non-romantic way. But like that person, it's probably how you feel about like.
0: She's a star.
1: She's a star. She's like a star. I, she carries this presence that like I was like... I didn't really like, get
0: to talk to her. I met
1: No, I, I didn't talk to her. <laughs> too scared.
0: <laughs> I met Danielle Bernstein. She was really nice. Oh, did you talk to her? Yeah, briefly. Okay. We both were like, man, we've been eating meat. Like this, yeah. like let's just check this off. Was she so, nice? So nice.
1: <laughs> Strad's home from school.
0: <laughs> Wonder how it went. Um, I met Danielle Bernstein. I met um, The Parcell sisters, Mm -hmm. so nice, love them. I was
1: pretty starstruck by them too. Really? Yeah, because they're like they're like, they're like internet royalty.
0: Yeah, they're just such ogs, and they're just the coolest girls. Like, I I love them. Like, I I kind of miss them a little bit.
1: (laughs) Do you know who I was most excited to talk to at the wedding? It's very unconventional. No. Okay, there was. What's your friend's name? Jasmine, mm-hmm. who is a bridesmaid. Mm-hmm. Her husband, yeah, is like a pastor, but deep like theology guy. Uh-huh. And I, I told all my friends, like Brandon, Connor, I was like, "Hey guys, like if I see, I think his name is Nathan. If yeah. I see Nathan, I'm sorry, I'm peacing out. Like he's <laughs> he's my mark for this wedding. I was like, I've got so many questions for this guy because we really. We we, uh, we talked before at the rehearsal dinner yeah. And we just like got cut off And so yeah. I was like he's my mark at the wedding And uh, he left early I know I was so disappointed he was,
0: I think he, ha- he was like speaking or something He had something to do Sunday morning Early Sunday morning But
1: he didn't even say bye <laughs> I mean I was like goodness he gracious He might be one of those
0: guys that becomes best friends with everyone And then you just think that you're his best friend That's
1: what happened that with happens. Hair by Charlie
0: that- <laughs>
1: Let me tell you this story guys There's a there's a hairstylist in Dallas
0: this happens to both of us a lot.
1: No, I think it happens to me way more
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: but there's this hairstylist in Dallas. His name's Charlie hair by Charlie And he's like, this is the coolest. Listen, I can't even describe to you like how cool this guy is. And he's got like this personality that like makes everyone feel welcome.
0: So charismatic, so outgoing, so jet. I mean, he truly is like just the best. Yeah, it's so cool.
1: So Danny's getting her hair done one day, and I'm picking her up, and so I like go inside because she's not done. And Charlie and I meet, and he's like, he makes me feel like he cares so much. And he does. He does. does. But he's, like, asking me all these questions. And I'm, like, I'm walking away. I'm, like, whoa. Like, Like, I just just became best friends with this guy. And so a week later, I start going to get my hair cut there. And I walk in my very first time. And, uh, Jordan's I was
0: like, like, I own this place. Like,
1: I, and it's like so embarrassing, man. <laughs> Cause like I walk in and I asked the, rese- I asked the hairstylist, I'm like, Hey, is Charlie here? And she was like, yeah, he's in the back. What, what do you need? And I was like, Oh, just tell him Jordan's here. <laughs> just, I just want to say hi. Just
0: tell, tell him Jordan Ramirez is here.
1: And I stand there and he like clearly comes out of the back after working and he was nice, but like, it was just so
0: Like he was like he's like who are you
1: oh yeah Jordan like and I was like oh man I just fell for a moment I fell for a moment oh man I there's there's very few things that I haven't just like totally buried to where I don't have to cringe about them anymore (laughs) but like I'm having trouble burying that one. Cause I just cannot get out of my head. Is that why you get your
0: hair cut here at the house now?
1: Yeah, I'm not going. I never went back. I was like, I (laughs) feel so. I went back one time, and honestly, I went back one time, and they all they there was another stylist that was cutting my hair, and she was super interested in in like she was like asking me all these questions. She was like, "How's your wife?" And it turns out they didn't know. They, they thought I was uh, what's Married to Alex. Defined dishes husband. husband. They were confused. And they asked me a question. They were like, how, "Like, how's the music or something like that? And I was like, wait. Who, who do you think I am? You, and this was after like 10 minutes of talking. And I just felt so embarrassed <laughs> oh. after that. So yeah, I, 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 have I'm to not think cool about, for that place. I, no,
0: you have to think about how many people they sit and, and talk to. How many people do you sit and talk to like on your day? Like, you just talk to your team. You have to give them some grace. I mean, they're meeting a lot of people, people that show up, come once, come twice, come monthly, like, and the amount of information they're like consuming from these people.
1: Yeah. I'm not blaming them. I'm just saying like, I was really, I think that's the difference between a hairstylist and me. Hold on. Let me say this. The difference between a hairstylist and me is like, you have to admit, like, I don't small talk with everyone. I can. I think you do. But I don't typically, but like, if I'm going to go in and go deep, like. Yeah, I'm going to do it intentionally and I'm gonna remember you forever
0: Yeah, because you don't let you don't open yourself up to that many people That's why i'm saying it's not fair because I think that they're opening themselves up to a lot of people On a daily basis. True.
1: I'm not mad at them. I'm just I felt (laughs) very embarrassed Oh, and you know funny story about the last part of the story. I see charlie in austin He's staying at the same hotel the austin proper and he's at breakfast (laughs) and there are not many people in there I walk by and I go. I'm not falling for this again. I didn't even say hi, babe. I did it.
0: You're becoming a little cynical.
1: No, no, I'm not cynical. I just said I'm. I was yeah. so tra. It was so trauma to I me know. that I I just couldn't.
0: I know it's because you and I both fall for people like we love people with more outgoing, charismatic personalities. Love it, and we think that maybe it's just for us, but it's not. That's it's like
1: oh that's why you're that way because that like you can do this to anyone
0: you have so much energy to give
1: right and I see I'm very selective I I have a finite amount of energy and if I pour it it's like I'm doing this intentionally
0: that's because you're introverted
1: I don't think I'm introverted I am introverted
0: one million zillion percent introverted I'm introverted you you're outgoing when you're around people like you said but you need to be by yourself you have to be by yourself to energize.
1: Yeah. And, and I, then you I, go back out. I can turn it on world. or turn it off. I get it, babe. You, no, you don't. You're you put, you turn you're on every day. I don't understand why you don't get it. Do you feel like you're introverted even in the slightest?
0: When I'm depressed, yeah.
1: I know. But you're out of that season, and I can, I, I was so funny. I, I can feel the tides turning of, like, your season. Yeah. Do you feel it?
0: Yeah. I go to everything. I'm back. I'm back you, in a baby. You're
1: going to everything. Um, I will say the only downside for me is you're a lot less cuddly mm. because you're go- you're on the move. You're going, going, <laughs> going, going, going. And, um, you know, I'm so happy for you. I think you've been doing <laughs> so great, but like, I just, you know, even this morning I was kind of like encouraging you like, Hey, like you got, we've got to remember, give me some snuggles, you know, give me some love. Cause you, you can just, go hundred million miles an hour I'm
0: on a mission baby
1: you're but you're 24 7 you wake up with the mission it's true it's, and you go to sleep with the mission I do so where's my time <laughs> where's my time where you're docile
0: <laughs> I know I'm not docile anymore you're
1: no you're not dice I but gosh it's so hard because we had such a you know more or less two-year journey of docileness that it's okay it's a new season
0: <laughs> I'm back you're back, baby. Um
1: You're happy though. Yeah. I can tell you're really happy, yeah. and that makes me happy.
0: I was thinking this the other day, actually when we were walking through the airport, and I was just thinking about my life on Instagram and and my community, cuz you know I, I I genuinely do like care about my people and yeah. like I I think about them all the time and i think about ways to serve them or I, I think about the way that i'm living my life and i'm like oh i need to be a good example or but you know not make it all about me but also like am i putting out the message that i want to send to people and you know just these common right. everyday thoughts that yeah. really we're all probably having whether it's as parents or friends or a, a coworker, it's just um yeah so i was having those thoughts and i thought to myself you know if i died tomorrow I'd be a happy girl.
1: You, like, left it all in the field.
0: I feel like I feel so blessed. Mm. You know, like, I just feel so full. And I don't really want anything. I want to be with my kids. And I want, like, to be happy, obviously. But I feel like I've just... It's not that I left it on the table. It's not about me. I just feel like God has given me so much. And I'm just... Happy. I'm just content and I'm thankful.
1: Man, you really aren't depressed anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was beautiful. <laughs> that was beautiful.
0: I truly think about it. I'm like, if I... Because, you know, there's just... There's so much going on in the world and I just think about it all. And I'm like, man, there's just... God, like, there's really nothing more I could ask for. Mm-hmm. I feel so blessed. Wow. I love that. And that, and I think whenever you have a perspective where you're not depressed and you can realize that because it's not like God is doing more for me now than he was back then.
1: It's It's not like I'm
0: still, I still have crappy days. I still have crappy things happen to me. I still get upset. I still get in fights. I still feel certain ways. Sometimes I'm overly competitive. Sometimes I'm jealous. Sometimes I'm this, I'm that. But I think that whenever you are not depressed, you can put things into perspective and see all of the blessings. The blessings on blessings, what's that song? I don't know. Um, but yeah, like even going to this wedding, I feel like the one thing that like my magic power is when everybody else is complaining about something, I can turn it and be like, guys, but like, look at how good this is. And when everybody else is frustrated about, you know, maybe something not showing up or the timing or whatever, I'm, I'm, I feel like I can like look at it and be like, guys, we're in New York city. We are all alive and healthy and we're here with our friends and like, just it's yeah, it's like a superpower that I feel like God has given me that um just helps me like appreciate everything and so I don't feel like anything is missing from my life.
1: What do you think has switched the perspective? Depression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, but like was there was there was it just like seasonal? Like was there something specific that like brought you out of the season?
0: Maybe. Maybe we'll talk about it later though. Okay.
1: <laughs> right. I was just throwing it out if you wanted to talk about it now it's okay we'll save it um cool 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 cool
0: yeah so anyway finishing up the did you have any good conversations interesting conversations because you know we did the ceremony we did the reception we did um the after party that night which was cool that was cool yeah i loved it um it was like a rooftop after party they had like dancers and
1: the reason nathan was so interesting to me was, is it okay? I don't know. Was because he worked underneath Carl Lentz, um, at Hillsong and he said nothing bad, but it was, um, it was so, you know, obviously we've watched the documentary. We talked about the documentary and he left long before Hill like Carl Lentz, you know, went through all of his stuff. But, um, we just talked about the redemptive nature of the documentary. You know, he was able to kind of like round out a lot of the perspectives that I had on song, we talked, um, you talked with Jasmine about like, you know, Christian fa- fame and like how like that's been a struggle to us, but they're in a more like New York based crowd where like Christian fame is a little bit more different and more prevalent than I would say like in Texas, Yeah, y'all had a really cool conversation about that. Um, and then the, the other person I really enjoyed, um, talking to the most, uh, was, uh, David Nelson.
0: Oh yeah, and I'll, I'll
1: save it because I think they're coming on the podcast. But yeah. uh, he was kind of a dark horse for me because um, he's fun. He's fun, yeah, and that's what I mean is like really fun. It's not that I didn't think he was fun before, but like I feel like he really kind of like let his guard down, had fun, opened up. You know, um, he was like a really big deal in college. Really? Yeah, like he was like part of the Tim Tebow Florida Gators, and he has a documentary coming out. He said about that team like on August 22nd, like an untold, like a Johnny. Oh. Yeah. And, but he's so humble about it that I'm like, wait, like wait, that's it's crazy. It's just about David. No, it's about like that team that he played oh, on. And cool. so he just like has had the spotlight in his life. And and for doing that, he's very humble and yeah. down to earth. Like he seems like a really good dad.
0: Yeah. They both are really cool. Yeah. So
1: I enjoy talking to him quite a bit. What about you?
0: Um, I liked hanging out with Maddie and Courtney a lot. They were so fun. Maddie, Courtney and Laura. Yeah. Like we had a blast. They're fun. They're just like, they're, they're fun. They're like, we're, they're like, mom's not going out. Mom's night. You know, and I
1: know we were like ready to wind down and Maddie was like, we're going <laughs> out tonight. And I was like, what?
0: I, know, I was like, not expecting I was that. like, I did not
1: expect that <laughs> from you, Courtney. Yeah. But you <laughs> no. know,
0: <laughs> no, honestly, Courtney is actually more tame than you think. Yeah. Co- Courtney's very like chill. She's no, always she's been sweet. a very like chill vibe, but she's, she's just down. She's easygoing. Yeah. You she easy easygoing. Um, so, no, I mean, it was a really great experience. We brought Brenda with us, uh, so she helped us with the kids whenever we were out doing the wedding festivities.
1: She had fun. It was her first time in New York. The
0: first time in New York. She loved it. She
1: was like, man, you guys got to give me out more.
0: Yeah. Then we came home, and, I mean, I conked out for two hours. Same. I had napped forever. And, um, yeah, what, what do you have? What are you looking forward to for this week?
1: What? I'm not allowed to say yet.
0: Oh, is it what I think it is? Yeah. Starting.
1: Huh. This week. Uh, just finalizing everything.
0: Yay! We have some really cool news.
1: It's like I. It, it's revolutionary news. <laughs> it's like like, it's like big league. Like it. It. I will say it's probably in my entire career the thing I will be most proud of.
0: We did it together too.
1: Yeah, we did. I'm saying like, but yeah, like yeah, for yeah. you know. Yeah. for me it's like up there like we do everything together but yeah. like it's my my crowning achievement
0: no i'm so so excited about
1: that that's the like most annoying frustrating tease for them <laughs> Yeah. but yeah i'm I'm looking forward to that um we hired like a new art director for divvy oh cool um and so they're gonna like come in
0: yeah um do we have any travels coming up
1: you're going to that bachelorette party
0: I'm going to Janine's bachelorette party in San Diego.
1: Oh, I'll tell you. Okay. So when Danny is on the bachelorette party, if anyone has seen Tiger King. Oh gosh. And I know this is going to be mildly controversial. It's okay. If anyone's seen Tiger King, there is on Instagram, this place called uh, Myrtle Beach Animal Safari. And you'll see all the characters. There's this guy named Cody something. And he's like always swimming with tigers and like swimming with elephants and like playing with chimpanzees. And they all are part of this Myrtle Beach animal safari. And for years, I've been wanting to go there. But like you're not, it's not your vibe. I mean, I would go. But Myrtle Beach is not your vibe. Myrtle Beach, I don't think is a lot of people's vibe. Myrtle
0: Beach? I don't even know anything about it.
1: It's in South Carolina. I think people call it Dirty Myrtle.
0: I didn't really watch the the...
1: Lion no, they King don't talk King about Myrtle Beach. But anyway, I, I was always gonna be like, Oh, Danny, we should go to Myrtle Beach so that we can go to this place. But I don't think a lot of people I thought like Myrtle
0: Beach was really pretty.
1: I thought so too, but it's not. Like, I don't think people really like it. And if I'm wrong, tell me. But um people people are like, Yeah, it's like not a good place to go visit. So anyway, Danny's gonna go on this bachelorette party, and I'm thinking that I'm gonna take Stella. To Myrtle Beach Animal Safari and have her go.
0: Are they? Is is she old enough?
1: I got a call, but it says on the website all ages. I but don't know if I like this. Why?
0: Because it's like lions and tigers and stuff. Well,
1: they we're not going to like touch. The, we only touch the baby tigers.
0: Yeah, but still, seems dangerous. Well, I'm they're gonna animals. call. Well, i gonna call them? They're animals, and that's that's what like I always. Some people, even dogs, at the end of the day, they're yes, they are like our family, but like. They're, it's animals. They have animal instinct. I know. Be careful.
1: But I I feel like you know it's a safe place now.
0: They're animals, babe. But baby, wild animals.
1: Baby chimps. They're are so wild. cute. Anyway, it's an animal safa- uh refuge sanctuary. Um, they're big into conservation. Just trying to like yeah know, protect yeah. myself. Yeah. Um. so I'm really excited about that. That'll be awesome. If if they allow two year olds or three year olds.
0: What's a way that you are gonna spice up our marriage this week? <laughs>
1: Really? Are you bored? <laughs> Are you bored?
0: No, I just am curious if you've been thinking about
1: it. I I honestly have been thinking about it quite a bit. But it's funny because like I feel like the way that I want to spice I roll. roll. I feel like the way that I want to spice up the marriage is like I don't know if you're like fully on board with it right <laughs> now.
0: What are you talking about? What are, th- what's your idea?
1: I mean, it's just like more, um, <laughs> like I, do you need physical spice or emotional spice?
0: <laughs> what was your idea?
1: Oh, well, I don't, I mean, I'm not going to say it, <laughs> but I was just like, just thinking, you know?
0: Like, well, it could help a lot of marriages.
1: <sighs> no, <laughs> I'm just not that guy
0: probably both for me
1: really emotionally you're feeling a little drained a little bit but is that from our marriage or is that from like just the craze of this weekend
0: yeah just the circumstances but isn't that life you know
1: (laughs) yeah yeah so you need more emotional attention this week
0: you know what I really need just more fun
1: Uh uh-huh like that wasn't
0: yeah yeah I had fun with my girlfriends and stuff, but like, for example, we took all the pedicabs after uh, the wedding. Wow, this
1: was really traumatizing to you.
0: (laughs) So we never talked about this, but after the reception to go to the after party, there was a motorcycle gang of pedicabs that were like jamming loud music, decorated with all these LED lights, like probably the coolest experience. We were, we were just like a motorcycle, motorcycle gang of pedicabs, all, you know, making our ways to the after, we took over New York. We owned the streets. Mm-hmm. It was so fun, and I'm sitting there like trying to dance and sing. And Jordan, I've I've never sat. You were you were wooden. You were wooden Indian that night.
1: I don't think I I don't think I was though. But
0: you weren't like letting loose, like just living in the moment, letting the letting the the night take over. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, in my mind, I was though.
0: No. You were just sitting there. And I was like, babe, like, are you having fun? You're like, yeah. You looked miserable.
1: I wasn't at all. Okay. Okay, so you need more fun. I get it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It just, like, that's, you know my love language. It's not acts of service. It's not words of affirmation. It's not, like, anything, like, really deep. Honestly, I just need someone I can hang and laugh with. That's literally it. That's all I care about.
1: Yeah, totally. <laughs> I get it. I'm a funny guy.
0: I know, but sometimes you save it for everyone else except for me.
1: <sighs> That's a mic drop right there. <laughs> that that could be true. <laughs> that could be true. Like I, that, You put
0: it on and you make everybody else laugh, but then you come back to me and you're just sitting there.
1: I know. Maybe you're too much of my refuge.
0: I don't mind being your refuge, but like, But like I need something too, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. I just my my love language is quality time. I'm just here to hang. Yeah. That's really it. Okay. I don't even care if it's at like Walmart, you know.
1: Yeah, we just need to hang. I I agree though. Like I agree. It was no agenda. Right. Okay, I love it. (laughs) Let's 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 end this thing. You wanna go hang? Let's go hang out.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well. Well.
1: (laughs) You can end it. Okay. We got to go hang.
0: Yeah, we're going to go hang. Thank you guys for listening. We will be back next week. We actually have some surprise episodes for y'all. We know, we know, we're going to spice this whole de-influence series up. So you guys will not even believe who's on the podcast for the next couple of weeks. Um, We're going to get We're going to get deep. We're going to get to know some people. We're going to like go past the layers. (laughs) We're going to have fun. We're going to have fun. We love you guys and we'll talk to you later. Bye.
1: Bye.